Welcome to the Staying Ageless podcast, a show that will equip you with the major keys to achieve extraordinary longevity. This is your girl, Asosa E, also known as Raw Girl. I'm a certified nutrition specialist and behavioral coach. And today we are going to do a season seven recap. Child, I cannot believe we made it this far. Thank you so much for tuning to the show, for subscribing, for telling your friends, Thank you so much to the listeners from all over the world who are listening. Shout out to listeners in the USA, in Canada, in the Netherlands, Ireland, all of Africa, South Africa, Mexico, Sweden, France, child, everywhere, Germany. Thank you so much. We appreciate you so much. And this time we are doing something a little different. Instead of going on break entirely, we will be posting some inspirational highlights on different topics we've covered on this podcast right here. So stay tuned. And if you like them, send us a message so we know that you love the additional content. You can DM me on Instagram or message me via my website, therawgirl.com. In this episode, we are going to put together some clips from some of the amazing conversations I had over season seven. We talked about dealing with lactose intolerance, how to deal with addiction, the future of aging, the power of vitamin E, black maternal health, and much more. What I want you to do is listen to this recap, and just in case you missed any of these amazing conversations, please go on back and catch up on what you missed, and also check out the video interviews um, from past seasons on my YouTube channel, The Raw Girl. Just in case you had no idea, at the end of this month, February 2023, My eight-week program, Staying Ageless 30 Plus, will be back. If you did not know, Staying Ageless is my signature program in which women have reverse hypertension, diabetes, loss up to 30 pounds, resolve gut issues, discontinue medication, and the list goes on. This course is for you if you are 30 years of age and older, interested in staying fly to your 99 or close to it, want to figure out exactly what diet and exercise is best for your body and create lasting healthy rituals. We have started taking calls so you can see if Ageless is the right fit for you or if you know you're already ready, child, you can hold your spot by visiting stayingageless.net. If you'd like to sign up for a call, all you have to do is go to therawgirl.com and sign up for our free 20-minute call. Our other signature program, the Hormone Balancing Academy, is open for enrollment. If you or someone you know is struggling with horrible periods, fibroids, endometriosis, PCOS, or any sort of hormonal imbalance, sign up for a free call to learn how we can help you. Women who have taken our program have shrunk their fibroids, gotten their period back after years of absence, gotten pregnant after years of trying medical means and completely normalize their periods within a three to six month period. To learn more, you can also visit hormonebalancingacademy.com. Um, but yeah, um, um, yeah. so, so it's, 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 it's one of those things that we were misled. I mean, yes. you know, even, even with the fact that, um, you know, in the late 60s, I mean, you know, here we come with all the processed food. You know, everybody's just not eating real food anymore. Mm -hmm. They're avoiding fruits and vegetables. And now you're eating out of boxes and paper bags. And and you've got all kinds of chemicals. You can't even pronounce the names. But you need these chemicals 
to create the processed foods. So the chemicals that are processing the foods are harming you as much as the processed food. And they're not food. It's food-like substances. Even your cheese it crackers, sorry, cheese it that ain't real food. Mm-hmm. You, you tell me in very light, faint writing that the food items in there is bioengineered. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me it's fake, but half the words you can't even pronounce. But we we become so accustomed to believing that the government has our back, and because I believe that I used to believe that if it was sold in the supermarket, right, with the FDA and all these, hey, right. they have right. to pass the test, so it must right. be okay for me to eat it. I I right. believed that, and hundreds right. and thousands of us believe it too. Even right. to this day. And and that's so unfortunate because in other countries they do a way better job. Even better, Europe, much better way with better chemicals. Job of, but listen, of protecting people. You don't think yeah. that has to do with with a little bit of uh trying to control the population? Oh, for sure. Because capitalism. you know capitalism. When, when, yes, when 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 the when the government signs these bills and they start talking about, well, this is gonna help the seniors with the uh prescription drugs. So you just said it's going to help the seniors with their prescription just So what it is, you have a timeline here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're expecting that when I get to be a certain age, I should be on 15 to 16 different meds. Exactly. At least by the time I'm in my late 40s. And it'll be hanging out till you're in your 50s. You need to start getting sick when you're in your 40s. Mm-hmm. So then the uh, the pharmaceutical company going to make a little bit of money off of you. And then the doctor's going to be making a bit off of you. And then you out of here after way. And everybody done made some money. And you've had a lousy quality of life. And I could then, uh, based on what he taught me, with the nutritional, herbal, homeopathic supplements, fix her. And that's mm-hmm. what and I got wow. really interested in this, and she and I both did. And so we would go at least one weekend a month to find people who were smart in various areas of improving health, improving performance. And so we have studied with all the greats and learned it. And then after this happened, a bunch of our friends were watching this process. Mm. And they started to call me and say, you know, I've got rheumatoid arthritis or I've got chronic migraine headaches. Uh, Can you help me? I got ulcerative colitis. And I was, I don't know. Um, You know, I got a patient that worked (laughs) one uh, and I was working emergency room. So it's shift work. So it's, you know, it was either 12 in the morning till 12 at night or 12 at night till 12 in the morning or 7A to 7B or so it was shift work. And I had some days during the week where I wasn't, working and and her nursing office had an extra room that was empty and so I said just meet me over there I had all these test kits and things and um we'll just play I, I'm not going to charge you because I, I'm not sure I know what I'm doing but we started to play and we had we just had success like it got it got just the word of mouth referral we weren't really officially open right. just got busier and busier and busier and so we we renovated a 3,000 square foot space and within a year it was full. And then we moved to a 9,000 square foot space and it was full. And then, you know, now we have big space, 75 employees, you know, three MDs, four nurse practitioners, 
Like it's a, it's a big gigantic clinic. And now people come from all over the world to, you know, usually they're people who have seen an average of 13 doctors. Oh, it's, it's, it's amazing. Um, can you explain for the layperson? So we have different forms of vitamin E, right? So tocopherols mm-hmm. are the ones that I think everyone is more familiar with, or they may not even think of it as that. They might just think of it as vitamin E, and it's in a lot of our supplements. And tocotrienols, you're saying that they both occur because they were both in the palm oil, right? But mm-hmm. that the tocopherols were an antagonist to the tocotrienols when they're in the palm oil. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. So when we get the tocotrienols in this natural form from the anato, what are the differences in the benefits or how the body processes that versus the, when I'm getting it from maybe palm oil or I'm getting it just from the tocopherols by itself? Yeah. And, and the major difference is there first, you take a step back in mm-hmm. the vitamin E class, they mm-hmm. are two groups, tocopherol and tocotrienol, and each one of them have four uh, 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 structure, four, four uh, 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 molecule. So in mm-hmm. the tocopherol, they have the four Greek letters, alpha, beta, delta, gamma, tocopherol. And okay. then the same for the tocotrienol, alpha, beta, delta, gamma, tocotrienol. So now I give you the end okay. of the beginning. The two most potent vitamin E are delta tocotrienol and gamma tocotrienol. Just keep keep that in mind. Delta ah. as in the delta airline, gamma uh, uh, gamma tocotrienol, like people use it for gamma radiation. So that two Greek words like that. Yes. But the most well-known one is on the other side, the tocopherol side, the alpha tocopherol. Yeah. The way alpha of the eight uh, uh, structures and molecule, only alpha tocopherol. Yes. I, what I like about what you said is in African cuisine, at least the, at least Nigerians love, meat is really like the main course. Meat is, it's like you're making a stew and I'm like, where is the vegetable? Like the vegetable has been cooked down to the point where it's virtually non-existent. <laughs> so when you, when, you, when you change that, even just that one mentality of like, let me stop making uh, the vegetables a side dish and let me really incorporate them. That can, that helps a lot of people. I've been really inspired because it's like, wait a minute, I can make pounded yam out of cauliflower. Yes, I can make, there's so many things that you can do. There, there's people are doing people, if you're diabetic, they're using unripe plantain, you know? So it's like, wait a minute, we don't have to say no, I can't eat that at all. I'm always telling my clients that I'm really big on substitutions. I'm really big on, you should be able to eat it, but maybe we need to change the ingredients. So I do think that changing the mindset around vegetables in general is very important. I have this one Nigerian client right now. And I remember when we started working, he was like, vegetables. So, you know, we, we hide them in things. We put them in smoothies and different things. And he's been eating them and losing a ton of weight in the process. But I think it's I think it's interesting how for some reason, some reason there's this mentality that it's a side dish, even though um even though we have so many medicinal herbs and so many medicinal plants and ve- and fruits and vegetables that are very, very powerful that we should be using. My concern is that over time, 
the younger generations and younger generations don't know about them. And we're more focused on being more West, Westernized with our food or just overeating certain things like you were mentioning. I agree with you. Um, I mean, I th- the good side to everything now is that people are more open to learn about new things as well. So mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier that I tend to add a lot of fiber into my meals. Yeah. So, um, Things like, you know, uh, when people in the early days, going back again, when people were making pounded yam out of coconut flour, psyllium husk and all of that, that's actually fabulous. Because for some people that they've got this mind block that I must always have a side thing to go with my um, vegetables, that works for them. Yeah. You could also go through a period where you're training them more or less because there's a learning process to this thing. We've been Mm -hmm. eating this way for so long and you're Mm -hmm. like, okay, this is what we need to do to change. But while you're changing, have a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And Mm -hmm. for me, even my journey alone has opened my eyes up to so many new things that I would have never thought of incorporating with our own, uh, uh, well, Nigerian or a very African dishes. So, for example, lupin. Um, mm. Lupin is so high in protein. So there's this new flower. Uh, it's you should look it up. It's called lupin. L U P I N. Okay. So this is just amazing. So this is from lupin plants. Be careful though if you're allergic to nuts because it's an allergen. Okay. But because it's so high in fiber. And because you can hide the taste of it as well in almost any food. If I wanted to have something like Eba, like the Nigerian Eba, I could go 50-50. And literally make my Eba, which would normally be very high in carbs, now very... No, that makes a lot of sense. We're... Okay, so I hear you saying we should ask these questions, but I also hear from my clients a lot. I've asked these questions and people are not giving me vague answers or they're ignoring me. Yeah. Like, what do you do? You have to stand (laughs) firm. You have to stand firm in your power. And that's the whole thing. Like I said, a lot of people just don't feel like dealing with it. They don't feel like dealing with it in the front end and they don't feel like dealing with it in the back end. Like when something happens, like cases go underreported all the time. Yeah. So... This is life or death. Is there somewhere else that we can get this information? Like for me, like if someone, if I feel like you are withholding information from you, I'm already, for me, I'm already turned off. Like I'm already like, well, maybe I should find somewhere else because you should be able to openly discuss with me the things that I'm concerned about. And if you can't answer them and you find someone else that can answer them. But if you're being standoffish, rude, or just ignoring me, then I might just be like, this might not be the place for me. The problem is there's this information is not centralized. It's kind of one of those things where you just kind of have to know. And then if people aren't listening to you, you have to take it upon yourself to escalate the issues and and do it in writing. And the thing is, is that these institutions don't like things in writing because then, you know, you're already creating um, like some... Uh, evidence <laughs> just in case something does happen. Right. And so like when, say, for example, you you show up for your first prenatal visit and you really think that this is a good provider and you ask those questions and you feel like you're being gaslit and they're not answering your questions, then you 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 send a letter to that um, 
you email them. So I, I appreciate you actually taking the advice and following through with the stuff. But was there... I'm sure there was a lot of things that probably was surprising to you. Was there anything that was like surprising to you in the process of going through all these different layers? Well, I think firstly, for me, when when I see good things, I appreciate them. So the, the minute you start talking to me about the value of eating right, the value of the whole wellness thing, I, I immediately gravitated towards it because I used to be healthy, uh, you know, and and then I just went through this rabbit hole. Uh, so when you said that to me, I quickly signed up because I I saw instant value. So what was surprising though is the holistic nature of it. It was not just a diet plan. It you know you literally with you I had someone I could talk to on the phone. Uh, almost like a therapist too. And you did send me to a therapy, uh, you know, so that was the first thing you identified. You're like, oh, you're dealing with so much. Why don't you talk to somebody? So I was glad you did that for me and and that helped unpack some stuff. And um, it helped me in centering myself. And so I took, that was a surprise dealing with just that aspect. And also certain foods, that I thought were healthy, you were able to highlight, and you uh, within three months, uh, I I had lost actually within sixty days, I had lost twenty pounds. You were losing uh, weight yeah. very fast, yeah. yeah. So so just and to be honest, I didn't even follow everything you told me. I just went like maybe sixty percent mm-hmm. um, because I love at the time I ate too much meat. I ate goat meat every day. I uh, ate chicken, I ate fish, I love fish, I ate crabs. You know, I'm in Sierra Leone, for for Christ's sake. We have the best shrimps. They're big. They're like bigger than the size of my palm. Seriously, I'm not (laughs) kidding. Uh, We call them gamba shrimps. They're so big. I've never seen them anywhere else in the world, and I've traveled extensively. So I used to go and get them fresh myself when I exercise in the beach in the morning. I take my walk. I come home with a big old bag of shrimps and and fresh crabs and stuff and just leave it for the cook. And boy, the cook will just be cooking up a storm for me. (laughs) I don't even get a chance to eat till very late at night. But that's how crazy my life was. So you telling me, hey, hey, no, 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 you you have to stop deliberately. And 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 eat something, and then you you give me pointers, and and I had to get my assistant to make sure it was in my calendar. He he would call me, and the fact that you were even willing to interface with my assistant remotely to say, hey, you need to do this, this, this. I think that that would that was exceptional services. You know, um, 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 I wish these crazy doctors can be treating patients like that, where you go in, they don't just treat you like a commodity, you know, you come in and out, but take the time to understand a patient, to understand it. With me, you took the time to understand me, which was surprising. You took the time to identify holistically how to solve my problems. And I will tell your listeners, it has it has been quite an interesting journey since I met you in about that April time frame, and then you left, and then I think I caught up with you back in July. 
and then you know we'll go through these sessions and and by september october i had lost 22 pounds since then i have overd i mean since november i've been in between now i'm like 190 i bounced between 187 to 192 that's consistently the last 6 months without no fluctuation below or above that um it's Are you a woman struggling with horrible periods, fibroids, endometriosis, PCOS, infertility, or unsavory menopausal symptoms? I'm Asosa E, also known as The Raw Girl of therawgirl.com. I'm a certified nutrition specialist and behavioral coach. And in my Hormone Balancing Academy, me and my team can help you approach any hormonal challenge you are facing from a holistic perspective. Don't take my word only for it. Here's a snippet from a recent client whose fibroid shrunk after following my recommendation. Um, come to find out, my fibroid shrunk to a 1.5. Yes, Jesus. <laughs> I was so happy and grateful to God and Asosa and, you know, just her program really. Outside of my fibroid shrinking, I am off of chicken, so I don't do meat. Yes, Jesus. <laughs> and I don't do dairy. Don't, you know, we don't do that anymore. And my weight is steadily at a one, 101 pounds as of today. So my weight did go up. Um, so I'm really happy with, you know, with my results. I'm really grateful to, you know, to God and to to ASOSA and her, her Raw Girl program. And I highly, highly, highly recommend you sign up for Raw Girl. You won't regret it. Just in case you missed it, head on back to season six and hear more of the amazing glow up stories from women who have overcome infertility, normalized incessant periods, and much more. If you or someone you know are interested in reaching your hormonal health goals with support this year, visit therawgirl.com to sign up for a free 20-minute call and a member of our team will talk to you. Until then, stay healthy and happy. and like do my workout no just the reverse remember i said maybe in 2050 we're going to get a car wash right what we expect is this to be organ by organ and so it's really important to do what you say what i said 19 and i mean i've spent the last uh, whatever it is 25 years or so actually really if you look at the research 30 plus years uh doing this if you will that is we can slow aging. We knew, we predicted 60 would be the new 40. That's come to pass. Yeah. That's a lot of what you're talking about. That's what we predicted when we came out with real age in 1998. And the, the point is that that's really key now because if you do that and if this comes to pass organ by organ, you're going to be able to benefit hugely by the fact you've slowed that, you've done the workout, you've eaten food that only loves you back, you've got a posse and passion to manage stress, um, if you will, and you're you're not uh, 
Okay, excellent question, Isosa. Not many podcasters ask me this question, and and I don't want to immediately say, why don't you take a supplemental GG? A good question. And as you know, you have heard probably on YouTube many older people, and I have seen even a grandma. She's in her eighty years old, but she go weightlifting and she mm-hmm. go exercising. So basically. Exercising and a, 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 a particularly resistive exercising, it stimulate the synthesis uh, of GG in our body. It, so it, it as it make more GG in our body, and therefore is able to make uh, uh, more muscle. And very interesting when people do exercises like that, it also stimulate them uh, to make more CoQ10. Isn't wow. that interesting? Because yeah. when they make this, the body would make this. You know. Now, I, I don't want to quickly say that every. You know, as we grow older, some of us have a, a certain infirmity. We may not be able to exercise as much as we could, and like that. But still, any sort of physical exercise will stimulate your dark, uh, your, your uh, uh, dark muscle. Which means your thigh, your hips, you know, like that, and they will continue uh, uh, to make CoQ10, and with it also muscle. So that would be one uh, piece. If it is dietary, for sure, like you, you'd be surprised at the number of people with parasites and gut problems who are depressed and anxious, or mm-hmm. or low magnesium or whatever. And so for me, I'm always like. I can help people because there's a whole other side of it that they haven't even like dealt with, which is just like, what's going on in my gut, in my, you know, and how is that affecting my brain? Because there's a whole gut brain axis. So you have, mm-hmm. you have to pay attention to those things. But Absolutely. What, you're, what, what you're saying is super cool because I think usually the way we think about it, addiction is like, get rid of it. You know, it's very, um, but when I, when I'm hearing you talk about it and describe it, I'm like, see, if we all have this tendency, right? Or if we all, it's more about finding balance. It's like more about like finding equilibrium than it is being like, I'm never going to be addicted to anything ever. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, that's what I mean. People think of it as the other, right? Oh, it's a bad thing. And what I would say to them is, it's not a bad or a good thing. It's just a thing. It exists in the universe. It's energy that's going to find you at some point in your life, regardless of who you are, how spiritual you are, how healthy you are, what kind of diet you have, it will find you in some capacity. And that's okay because it's not something that has to remain and stay with you for a long period of time if you know how to effectively treat it. Well, let's talk about treating it. Now, what are some of the in your experience and also dealing with clients, what are some of the common root causes of it? Because I think most people just go, I want to stop this behavior, but there's always a reason behind the behavior. Essentially, what I believe, as I said before, was is that, that addiction is energy and that it finds us at different times in our lives. And what I have found in working with, with my patients is that it usually slips in when we are dealing with some sort of psychological trauma or Mm. we're dealing with some sort of unresolved issue that usually stems from our upbringing, from our childhood. So 
not feeling loved enough by our parents, feeling disappointed about things, feeling unseen, feeling unheard, feeling traumatized in some way. And those very deep wounds that we carry for many years into our adulthood ultimately lead to like these fissures or cracks in our psyche. And that is how the addiction slips in. The best tasting dairy alternative. And it, if we just take a step back and we look at overall plant-based milks, a lot of brands have really worked to try and mimic exactly dairy. So they're adding emulsifiers and gums and lecithins and, and other oils and oat milks to give it that rich, creamy flavor where the, the focus of milk is, I don't care to be a proxy for milk. I want to be the best tasting, cleanest milk alternative out there. And mm. in order to do that, there is natural separation in my product. And that's awesome. That means that it's natural. Mm -hmm. So we have it on our lid, shake your milk well, because you do need to shake it up to put everything back into that uh, oh. constant state. So it's water, almonds, and salt, organic almonds, water, and Himalayan sea salt in our unsweetened almond. And it's organic oats, water, and salt in our original oat. And if you just have those ingredients, there's nothing to bind them together in the bottle. So you got to shake it really good. And then you can enjoy it. You, they both froth up amazing. But we are removing the extra ingredients. Now, what does that mean for us? It's more expensive to make. You know, right. First of all, it's, it's organic, which is inherently more expensive because there's less organic farmers out there and they don't get the same yield as someone that puts a lot of pesticides or fertilizers out there. So that's mm -hmm. one step in it. And two, we don't add the extra stuff that, you know, allows us to reduce the amount of almonds or oats. You know, we put in as much as we can to deliver the right flavor profile for consumers. Wow. Does that mean that your shelf life goes down compared to other plant-based milks? No, we've actually been working on that. And we do have uh, a point of production of one-year shelf life. We've been studying this because that's mm -hmm. one of the most important things is to be able to expand our presence. We believe that we have the the obligation to support and ignite the personal wellness and lifestyle journey and provide consumers with the cleanest uh, plant-based milk out there. And as I joined the organization, we had a big gap in distribution. Like we have a really good presence in Whole Foods and the natural stores, natural grocers, sprouts, but consumers across America don't just shop there. So right. In order to get into other channels like the Kroger's of the world, the Publix of the world, we've been working to make sure that we can deliver this clean product without any stabilizers to have the shelf life that allows you to go out to different consumers that really need that organic plant-based milk. Yeah, no, seriously. I would love to see you guys in like Giant or wherever else. Uh, but I do go to Whole Foods and get it. I have noticed that the price has gone up and that's, I'm assuming that's supply. Is that related to supply chain stuff? Or what is, what is that about? Just general US <laughs> drama that we've been having. The inflationary world Inflation. is really one of the most terrifying things we're seeing on the manufacturing side. Yeah. Um, yeah we've been working the best we can to stabilize that which we can control internally and try not to pass uh, price increases to the consumers because... We believe so much in our mission to, to provide clean plant-based milks that are organic that we don't want to price people out of this opportunity to, to really improve their lives. Yeah, no, I, I, hope that, I hope that that works out. I know, I feel like everything has increased in price. So 
And, you know, at when you're at, um, some people call Whole Foods Whole Paycheck, when you're at Whole Paycheck. Are you interested in living your best, healthiest life? I'm Asosa E, also known as The Raw Girl of therawgirl.com, and I'm a certified nutrition specialist and behavioral coach who specializes in helping you discover what exercise and diet is best for your body and get to the root cause and rebalance if you have a serious chronic condition. Clients who've worked with me have reversed diabetes, hypertension, balanced hormonally, gotten rid of acne for good, and lost hundreds of pounds. If you are interested in reaching your health goals with some support this year, visit therawgirl.com to sign up for a 20-minute call with yours truly. Until then, stay healthy and happy. All right, sis, while we are on break and sharing highlight episodes, also feel free to send in your questions at any time. You can message me via my website, therawgirl.com, or DM me via my profile on Instagram, at therawgirl. Remember, at any time, if you need some support with your holistic journey, please visit therawgirl.com and sign up for a free 20-minute meet and greet. All right, y'all, until the spring, stay healthy, happy, and productive.